You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. It's such an honor, it's a privilege always to bring the Word of God, to um, stand and speak on His behalf. You know that the Lord doesn't really need me if He wants to speak. He can just, he can just like... Um, Send a tweet to everyone. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Just tweets and broadcasts. We can speak to you in different ways. But he has chosen to use men. Amen. Yeah? He Amen. has chosen to use men. Imperfect men. Men who are weak. Yeah? Not that smart. Come on. Why would such a great God who is so intelligent, a super intelligent being, hmm? the all-powerful, all-knowing, the one that knows your thoughts before it even arrives in your mind. <laughs> Why? Why would he want to use people like us? It blows my mind when I just think about it. Because I don't even know why he would do that. I know a few things, but yeah. It's just humbling, isn't it? That God can use you to speak to somebody. That God can use you to bless somebody. That God can use you to touch somebody's life. He can do it without you, yeah. but he chooses to do it with you. Amen. Amen. Isn't that incredible? Mm. I mean, no, nobody's helping him to run the universe. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. Nobody's helping him to put all, to put every, hold everything together. The Bible says he upholds all things by the word of his power. Amen. He just speaks and the thing, you know, nobody, nobody is helping him to manage the beach to ensure you know that the the the, the, the beach does not come to Joburg. No, no, no. Yeah, nobody is helping him to do that. So whenever you have an opportunity to be used by him, count it a privilege. Do you understand? It's a privilege. It's, 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 it's an honor Amen. that God will choose mere mortals like us to reach our generation, to speak to our generation, to, to, you know, to just touch somebody. He has hands. He has a mouth he can speak. But yet, he will stare you up and say, Go and touch this person. Or go, say this to this person. Is it because he can't do it? No, it's not because he can't do it. But guess what? It is his will that you are part of the story. Amen. It's his will that you are part of the story. So that in eternity, when the story of the earth is being told, your name will be mentioned. 
he wants he wants to um, he, 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 he wants to share the glory with you. Oh yeah, I know the religious mind says, no, touch not the glory of God, share not. Don't, don't. No, 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 no. If you suffer with him, the Bible says, we shall reign with him. Right? But let's go to the book of Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. I think we'll start from there. Romans chapter 8, verse 29. <clears throat> I'll read verse 29, and then I'm going to go up later. But let's read verse 29. It says in verse 29 of Romans chapter 8, For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Okay? Moreover, whom he predestined, these also he called. All right? Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also what? Glorified. So God wants to glorify you. That's why he's giving you an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. We don't, obviously, you don't take any glory to yourself. If you do that, you are satanic. Because it's only Satan that tries to take what belongs to God. <laughs> but what God gives to you, it's yours. If he doesn't give it to you, you don't go take it from him. You get my point? God is really happy to make you part of the story. Amen. Turn to someone and say, aren't you happy that God wants you to be part of the story? Huh? Even though he doesn't really need you to make it happen, but he just chose Huh? He chose you to be part of the story. Amen. To be the part of the story of this generation. He chose you to be part of it. And the stage has been set and he now says, this is your role. This is your role. This is your role. You play this role. Why? In eternity, the video, the movie is going to be played. And don't you want to feature in the movie? You want to be seen. Amen? Amen. So, let's look at the scriptures. What am I talking about? We're still talking about the will of the Father. We've been, we've been, we've been, We've been talking about the will of God, different aspects of the will of God, right? So what I want to really zero in today is on 
um, an aspect of the will of God, which is like the ultimate, which is like the ultimate in God's scheme of things. Look at what he said in verse 29. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. His will for you is that you become like Jesus. Do you understand? Amen. You, that you be conformed to the image of his son. Amen. That's why you need to study Jesus. Why? Because that's who you are becoming. That's who you're becoming. That's who you are supposed to be. You are supposed to be the Jesus that the people around you will see. Amen. Let's read this in the Amplified. Okay, you're there already. You're in the spirit. It says, for those whom he foreknew... Of whom he was aware and loved beforehand. Alright? For new. For knowledge. That's knowing before time began. Right? Before time began. In eternity past he knew. Okay? He also destined from the beginning. For ordaining them. To be molded into the image of his son. So there's a molding taking place. Concerning you, there is a molding taking place. You might not be aware of it, but I've come to tell you this morning that you are being molded by the Father himself. He's molding you into the image of his son. Right? And share inwardly his likeness. Don't you want to look like him? He says, as you are, as he is, so are we. Hmm. Glory to God. That's what the scripture says. That he might become the firstborn among many brethren. Who is the firstborn? Jesus. That Jesus will become the firstborn among many brethren. So all of us are supposed to be his brothers huh? and sisters. He is the firstborn. But we are supposed to look like him. We're supposed to carry his likeness. And if you see the way Jesus was passionate about the will of the Father, Jesus should not be the only one that is passionate about the will of the Father. You and I should be like that. Glory to God. Amen. So this molding process is so challenging to many of us. Because God does not mold the way you imagine him to do it. So, there are things that happen in life. There are situations we face on a daily basis. There are challenges we face on a daily basis. And all of these things 
are supposed to be part of what God will use. He will use his word. He will use people. Huh? He will use he will use the Holy Spirit, the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And he will use your prayers as well. These are all being, um, they're all working together Amen. to bring you to that place Amen. where God will look and say, wow. He'll look at Jesus and say, this is just like you. This is a replica of you. Don't you want that? If you can achieve anything, this should be it, really. <laughs> that he looks at you and he sees a reflection of himself. Yeah. I know not many people think that it's a noble thing to be just like Jesus. Some people would want to be like Michael Jackson. <laughs> Some want to be like... Uh, hmm? What's this actor's name? Somebody was talking about him, how good he is. You know, all those celebrities. So, but to be honest, if, if you don't have the desire to be like Jesus, to be conformed to the image of Christ, then you, you're not going to be part of this story. God has a bigger picture. There is so much he's doing. Even though you might think he's doing nothing in your life. It's like, God, there's nothing happening in my life. You know, my life is not interesting. My life is not, it's just so boring and all of that. No, no, no. Even the boredom is part of it. Yeah. The so-called inactivity is actually part of the activity. So if, if, if it seems to you as though God is not working in your life, that thing that you think he's not doing is actually part of what he's doing. Do you understand? So let's look at this scripture again, but let's back up a little bit. Huh? Romans chapter, same chapter, chapter 8, but let's look at 28 now, verse 28. Hmm? How many people have quoted this verse? Come on. For we know that all things work together for good. For those that love God and those who are the called according to his purpose. How many people are called according to his purpose? Well, that calling is to be like Jesus. Yeah, it's not, it's, not, it's not a calling to be like your idol huh? or your favorite celebrity. That's not the calling. Your calling is to be conformed to his image. Amen. So that's why he causes all things to work, to achieve that purpose. Amen. Yes? He causes all things to work to achieve that purpose. So in other words, if things are bad... If you will allow God to have his way, he will use the bad to achieve the purpose. If things are good, if you will allow him, he will use the good to achieve his purpose. Come on. 
Yeah. So if you are in pain, if you will allow him, even that pain will work towards something. Stop being bitter. Stop being angry at God. Stop being mad at God. He has not lost it. He knows what he's doing. You suffer lack, let the lack be used. To work according to his purpose. If you can have this kind of mindset, it will be very difficult for the devil to frustrate you. In fact, you'll just frustrate him. Because he brings this against you and say, oh, it's working out for my good. Amen. It's for my advantage. Amen. Come on. Amen. Yeah, if he brings this, if a storm comes, you say, wow, this storm is to my advantage. Hallelujah. Yes. Come on. If I'm deprived of this, I say, wow, this is working to my advantage. Amen. Can you see that? Amen. If you steal this from me, wow, it's working for my advantage. Huh? Yeah. yeah. So if you stab my back, it's working for my advantage. Hallelujah. So you stop getting offended. Yeah. Because you now see, oh wow, you are fulfilling a purpose. Amen. You are fulfilling a purpose. Hmm? Come on. So how can you frustrate that kind of a person? That has this kind of mindset. And refuses to bear grudges. He says, ah, well, you know, you've done this, but I know it's working for a purpose. Amen. You remember Joseph? He was sold into slavery by his own brothers. His own brother. And when the time came and his brothers meet him and they are so shocked, the, the, Joseph says, you planned it for evil, yeah. but what? God turned it for good. Yes, All things work together for good. Even you selling me yes. fulfill yes. destiny. Amen. Fulfill destiny. Yeah. Do I have people of destiny in this house? Amen. You need to have the kind of faith that you are never frustrated. Don't be, don't be trapped by some temporary disturbances. And tell yourself, it's making me to become like Christ. It's conforming me. It's molding me to become like Jesus. Now, it's not that everything that happens to you is God's will. But God has the power. Come on. He is great. Didn't we sing it? Great are you, Lord. Yeah, he is great. Because not everything that happens to you is his will. But he can turn everything around. He can turn it around. Come on. He will turn it around. But you need to have that faith. Amen. You need to trust him. Amen. Even if you don't understand, trust him. Yes. 
Trust him. If he is your Lord, allow him. Allow him. Listen, you are not good at being Lord. Yeah? You're not good at it. He. He is good at it. So, you, when you try to become Lord, you, you will mess it up. Believe me, trust me. You will mess it up. But when you allow him to be Lord, to do what he's good at, you are good at believing. You are good at trusting. Stick to that. Come on, touch someone. Say, stick to that. Stick to that. Yeah. Don't, 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 go, don't go into the realm of lordship. Huh? You are not there yet. I know his will is that you be conformed to the image of his son, Jesus Christ. That's his will. But you are not there yet. You are not there to become to act like Lord. You are not yet there. You will get there. But you are not there. For now, you are good at being a subject. Huh? Of the Lord himself. Not a subject of the enemy. Huh? Yeah. But you are good at trusting him, believing him, having faith in him. Lord, I don't care. I don't like what I'm going through, but I trust you. Hmm? Lord, it's painful, but I trust you. I know that this will work out for good. Is it hard to do that? No. I'm sure you can. Amen. Because you are good at it. Amen. Come on. Wow. Say, I'm good at trusting. I'm good at believing. I am a believer. I am a believer. Amen. Amen. Yes. You are good at it. You are good at this thing. Yeah. You have the capacity to believe. You have the capacity to trust. To trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Come on. Yes. Don't lean on your understanding. Many people lean on their understanding. It's when you lean on your understanding that you begin to fall. Hmm? The reason why I can lean on this wall. Let me... It's strong. It can support me. It can carry my weight. Correct? But I can't lean on this microphone stand. I can't. It cannot support me. So, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In other words, your understanding does not have the capacity yes. Yes, that's to hold you. But many people have built their lives only on their understanding. And they wonder why they are so confused. They wonder why they are so depressed. 
They wonder why. They just don't know what to do. And they lose their joy. They lose their faith. They lose courage to face the challenges of life. So let's believe God. And let's continue to trust Him. Because He is molding us. Alright? There is a making process taking place. From the day you gave your life to Him. And you say, Jesus, I want you to be the Lord of my life. He started something. And he's still busy. Come on. Let's look at Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4. You see here in... Um, in verse 12, he says, he says, uh, sorry, from verse 11, he says, he himself, he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Why? For the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Yes. Till. In other words, there will be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers until. Until means there will be a time that we won't need them. Hello? There will be a time. Okay. But what time will that be? Till we all come to the unity of the faith. Somebody say unity of the faith. Unity of the faith. And of the knowledge of the Son of God. Who is the Son of God? Jesus. We need to come to the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man till we come to that place when the Father has finished His work. A perfect man. Right? And to the measure, come on, I like this, the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So there is a measure, there is a stature you are supposed to, that is supposed to build, be built in us. Yeah, there is a stature we are supposed to carry. There is a way we are supposed to look. There is a way we are supposed to sound. There is a way we are supposed to walk. The stature of the fullness of Christ. There is a measure of Christ. That we are supposed to develop into. And that's the will of the Father. Hallelujah. That's the will of the Father. And that is why he will not put you in a bubble where you don't experience life. He will allow you to experience some things. He will allow you to go through some things. Come on. Why? Because... He is looking at the end result. The end result is the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Are you ready for that? You, don't you, I mean, look at the life of Jesus. Don't you like, don't you admire the life of Jesus? He just walks into a place. And the demons say, hey, what have we got to do? You do? Please, go away. We don't want you here. Don't you want that to be your experience? Huh? He walks into a place and, you know, there is somebody sick. He just, he just touches. 
Peter's mother-in-law was sick. Serious fever. I don't know what kind of fever it was. But it was serious one. He just touched her. He didn't even pray. He just touched. And she got healed. Got up and went to cook. <laughs> huh? Come on. Don't you like that kind of... Don't you want to operate like that? Yeah. There is something about Jesus that God is developing in you. So you might not understand how he's doing it, but I have news for you. The Bible says he's doing it. I mean, I got into my car, drove, and, and came here. I don't, I, I don't know how the engine and everything. I have no clue, and I don't want to know. What I want to know is that when I press start, it starts. And I want to move, it moves. And when I want to stop, it stops. Okay? Yeah. I want all those things to be working. Don't try to come and explain to me the combustion and the engine and, you know, all the... No, I, I'm not interested. Okay. I know I like knowledge, but I'm not interested in that kind of knowledge. Some people go, to, go and learn that. God bless them. God bless them. My responsibility and my desire is as I enter the car, I drive. And I drive, make sure that I drive safe. And I arrive safe. Okay? Any other thing? I'll take it to the dealership. They sort it out. And I won't sit down there and be looking and say, uh, what are you doing? How are you, how are you fixing this thing? No, I, I'm, not, I'm not interested in that. So allow God to be God. Yeah. Stop trying to monitor him and say, ah, this God business, how are you doing it? Ah, I'm becoming suspicious now. You're not doing it well. Eh? You're not doing God well. Is that, is that, is that what... Where do, you, where do you have the intelligence to even try to monitor God? You don't have it. So just be at peace. He says, I know the thoughts that I have towards you. Thoughts of good and not of evil. To bring you to an expected end. Hmm? Jeremiah 29, 11. That's what he says. So why don't you trust him for that? Just with that scripture, just say, I trust you. I believe you. Many times I say, Lord, I don't understand. But I trust you. I trust you. And when you walk with God, he will take you through processes. There will be times that you don't understand. And he wants to see how your faith will work when you don't understand. There will be times you will understand. And he sees how you will behave when you understand. And then there will be times of abundance. He will watch to see how you operate in abundance. And then there will be times of lack. And he will watch and see how you operate in lack. There will be times that you will be celebrated. He will watch to see how you are celebrated. And there will be times that you will be criticized. He will watch to see how you operate when you are criticized. Do you understand me? There will be times that you will be castigated. He will watch and see. People are conniving against you. He will watch and see how you operate. God is watching. I'm telling you. 
There will be times of obscurity where you are like nothing. Nobody knows. Nobody cares to know about you. Nobody, you, it's like you don't exist. He will watch and see how you behave in such situations. He's watching. There will be times that you are like in the desert. There is dryness. And he's watching to see how you behave. All of that is working. He's using all of that to mold you. He's trying to make you know, make you to come to the place of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That's his will. Yeah, but many times we don't know. We, just, we, we are just stuck in our little peanut brain trying to figure out everything about divine destiny with such limited understanding. How are you going to do that? You can't. Okay? Be rest assured that even though I know some of you, you are control freaks, you need to be able to control everything. But for this one, you can't control it. Just accept the fact that you cannot control this one. It's not in your power. You can't control what people feel about you. Come on. How, how, how are you going to control that? Do you want to manage that? How do you want to manage it? How people feel about you. You see how sometimes we assume a responsibility that is unachievable. And then we wonder why we are frustrated. So let's begin to ask ourselves, what is it that is frustrating us? Could it be that I have taken on what I should not take on? Let Christ be fully formed in you. Yes? God wants you to develop, to come to the place of perfection. The Bible says, be ye perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Oh, well, nobody is perfect. I know, but nobody should remain like that. We should all be progressing, come on, towards perfection. Is it possible to be perfect? Of course it is. Huh? Matthew 5, I think 48 or so, where he says, Be ye perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Yeah, there it is. Therefore, you shall be perfect. This is Jesus talking. Hello, turn to your neighbor. Say, you shall be perfect. Just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Yes, you will be perfect. Yeah. So far as you are walking with God, you will be perfect. There is hope for you. Come on. Yeah. It's achievable. Amen. It is achievable. That's his will for you. He's working it out. You are going to turn out exactly the way he dreamt and imagined you to come out. So just, just, just relax. Amen. Be at peace. He's working. 
He's developing you. I can see greatness in you. If your father is great, do you think you won't be great? Huh? You will be great. You're not great now. Does not mean you, you are destined to remain where you are. You're going to be great. Very great. That's what he told Abraham. I will make your name great. Did he not? Did he not? Yeah, he was true to his word. And he will be even in your life. Be true to his word in your life. I don't know about you. So when you pray, Lord, let your will be done in my life. You need to know what you are praying. This is one of the things you'll be dealing with when you say, Lord, let your will be done in my life. You're saying, Lord, make me like Jesus. Come on. Yes, Lord, help me to be conformed to the image of Christ. I want to get to that place where, as he is, so am I. Hmm? Yeah. I remember, was it last year or so, when my wife had a vision and she saw Jesus? And she was admiring him and looking, wow, if only I could be like him. And then she, he, he came, he looked at her and smiled and says, as I am, so are you. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. As I am, so are you. You see, that's, that's the whole idea. You have to be like him. You have been called to be like him. That's your destiny. Your destiny is to be like Jesus. So when you read your Bible, when you read the Gospels and you see Jesus, say, that's me. When I grow up, this is how I'll be. Come on. When I grow up, this is how I'm going to be. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That's you. God is showing you his plan for you. He's showing you. He's giving you a picture of what he wants you to look like. And how he wants you to move. How he wants you to operate. Do you know that Jesus was never stranded? When he got stuck. Even when, when, even when there was no money for the tax. And they came. Jesus just told Peter. Peter, uh, go catch the fish. Throw, throw, just throw it that side. Bring it out. Open the mark. There's a coin there. Give it to them. Oh my goodness. Don't you want to get to that place? Where you are able to operate like that. Just say, oh no, go dig the ground there. There's, there's, no, there's no river here <laughs> or sea here. So here in, the, in Joburg, maybe we'll dig the ground. Go dig the ground. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you'll find something there. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't know about you. I, I long. I long so much for this. That we'll be just like him. He's our big brother. Amen. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Let's look at um, Hebrews chapter 13, verses 20 and 21. Come on. Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. It says, All right. Now may the God of peace, who brought up from the dead, huh? Our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep. Yes? 
through the blood of the everlasting covenant, yes, make you complete. Uh, the, 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 the King James says, make you perfect. Uh, make you perfect. Let's read it in the King James 21. Let's look at it. Make you perfect. Come on. Turn to someone and say, may God make you perfect. May God make you perfect. It is his will for you to be perfect. Yes. So make you perfect in every good work to do his will. Come on. Yeah, if Jesus was perfect in carrying out the will of the Father, I also have to be perfect in carrying out the will of the Father. Make you perfect to do his will, to do his will working in you. Come on. You see, before God works through you, he wants to work in you. God works in us first. We can't wait for him to walk through us, but we need to understand that for him to walk through us, he needs to work in us first. So working in you, that which is well-pleasing in his sight. Lord, work in me. Work in me, Lord. Work in me. That which is well-pleasing in your sight. That which is well pleasing in your, your sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. This is incredible. I'm telling you, the reason why God is not using us the way we want Him to use us is because He has not worked in us the way He's supposed to work in us. Sometimes we have resisted him. Sometimes we have, we have not yielded. Sometimes we have jumped out of the boat. Huh? He's still working. He's still molding. It's, it's, it's like the potter. You, know? you remember when God sent Jeremiah to the potter's, um, um, to the potter's house and he was just watching? Can you imagine if that dough of clay, as the, the, the wheel is spinning and the potter is busy, then the clay just jumps up. How, how is he going to mold it? Yeah, but do you know that we, because we have a free will, because we have a free will, it is more challenging because sometimes God is working and we don't want him. We go, no, 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 I, I, I don't like this shape. Huh? The potter is molding and he has something in his mind. But when he's doing it, it, it doesn't make sense. Have you ever seen a potter work? You, you, need to, you need to watch something. Maybe you'll find something on YouTube. But I'm telling you, I've seen a potter work. And when that thing is spinning, at first he puts the door there. It's, it's just ugly stuff, shapeless. And it doesn't, it doesn't look like anything. He puts it there, it starts spinning, and then he touches it here. As it's spinning, it, and then you see, it's, it's, it's taking shape, it's taking shape, it's taking shape. And as he's doing it, you are looking, you, can, you don't know what's in his mind. So you don't know what the outcome will be. You don't know what the outcome will be. By the time he finishes, you say, wow, this is a beautiful pot. It's a good vessel. But it didn't start like that. 
So that's how God is molding us to be like Christ. And that's why he's causing all things to work together for good. Amen? Whatever it is you are going through, even if it is not God's will, it can work to fulfill God's will. That's how powerful God is. Hmm? Even if somebody sells you like Judas sold Jesus, it works out eventually to fulfill the Father's will. Amen, but you will not be sold, okay? <laughs> Every human trafficking, we bind them in the name of Jesus. Joseph was sold, but he fulfilled destiny. Nothing will stop you from becoming who God has called you to be. Amen. Nothing will stop you for fulfilling your role in the bigger picture that God has for this generation. Amen? Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. Can you trust God Amen. with your life, with your future? Can you trust God to fulfill His plans for your life? Or do you want to take over and do it yourself. You cannot do it yourself. Because you don't have the entire script. But he has it. Amen. Amen. Say Father let your will be done. In my life. Mold me. Into the kind of person. You want me to be. Help me. To be fully conformed. To the, to the image of Christ. Father, Father work, in me, work in me that which is well pleasing, which is well pleasing in, your sight. in your sight. In the name of Jesus, name of Jesus. Make, me make me perfect. Bring me to that place, to that place of, full maturity of full maturity in Christ. In Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's stand up on our feet and let's talk to the Lord. Come on. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.